This is season six of Play Therapy Across the Lifespan. And sadly, it is my farewell season. I love doing this podcast, but I am going to step away from academia for a while and spend more time with my family. It's one of the great challenges for professional women, the tension between work life and home life when both are high values. For now, this is the right choice for me. You can still hear me on my other podcast, Wellness with Dr. Denise, and keep up with me on Instagram or my website. You can find those links in the show notes. It's possible that we'll revive the podcast later. Maybe one of you will start one. But for now, these last five episodes are an ending. So, I thought it would be fun to end with some of the things I say the most. These are the most important things that I want to pass on. If you ever hear my voice in your head, this is what I would like you to hear. Maybe someday you'll repeat them to your students, supervisees, mentees, and listeners. I'd like to think that if words have power, these words will empower you. There are two topics that I love to talk about. One is play therapy, and the other is wellness. And when I can talk about them together, all the better. In this farewell season, you knew I would have to talk about wellness. I can't contain myself. Part of my next chapter in life will be extending this work around wellness. I've started a podcast and published a couple of books in a series that I'm writing on the topic. We need it so much these days. And there are so many unhealthy messages around how to care for yourself. It's not about pills and powders, restriction, or lowering your quality of life. No, not at all. Wellness isn't a week at the beach or a day at the spa or an hour in a bubble bath, although all of those things might increase your wellness. Wellness is consistently caring for yourself with a few small habits and some intention. It's noticing what you need, and it's all in the context of self-compassion. This is episode 36, Wellness is Part of Your Job Description. We think of personal wellness as, well, personal, and it is. But that doesn't mean that you only care for yourself on your own time. If you are working in a helping profession, then wellness is part of your job duties. That's because if you don't take care of it, you won't be able to do your job well. This means you schedule time on your calendar to eat lunch. That time is not available to see clients or do paperwork. It's time to nourish yourself with food and a mental break. By scheduling that time so it is always available to you, you might be able to take a short walk outside, listen to some peaceful or energizing music, or just notice what you need right now. For most of us, the reason we don't do this is because we don't plan for it. 
So the person scheduling clients fills that time for you. They aren't usually mean or trying to overwork you. It's just that you are showing availability at your own expense. It impacts your clients too. Do they get what they need when your blood sugar dips because you haven't eaten in who knows how long by two o'clock in the afternoon? It also means that you take care of your needs throughout the day. How often do you pause to notice what you need in the moment? You may only have 10 minutes between clients, but you can do lots of things to improve your wellness in a minute or less by simply noticing what you need in the moment. Do you need to hydrate? Do you wait until it's uncomfortable to go to the bathroom? Do you need some casual talk with a colleague? You just spent a session focused completely on another's needs. It's okay and healthy to take a minute to focus on your own needs. Ultimately, this helps you to be more present with your clients. And finally, wellness means that you must learn to transition out of work. This is emotional work, and often we believe that the best way to care about others is to worry about them. That's not true, by the way. But many of us carry our clients home in our thoughts. If you are going to have time off, you need boundaries around work and home. One of the things that I've found most helpful is to have a transition routine when you leave work and get home. So maybe you shut down your computer or close your laptop as a symbolic shutting down of the day. Maybe you stop at a park or a coffee house and you read a little bit for fun on your way home. Maybe when you get home, you change clothes to shift into a different uniform. You can think of more ideas that apply to your specific work situation, but this is my point. No matter where you work, in whatever occupation, you should have time to take care of your basic needs like eating, going to the bathroom, or cleaning off your desk at the end of the day. I know that some days include crises in our profession, and that means that things get shifted. But if it happens as the norm, then consider how to protect small pockets of time to take care of yourself. Here in the United States, workers have a legal protected right to a lunch break and two 15-minute breaks built into the day. That means that it is part of your job. I knew what I wanted you to hear from me as I planned this final season. But we decided to ask those of you who follow me on social media for your favorite Dr. Denise-isms. Most of these are from those of you who were in my play therapy classes or workshops. They warmed my heart. So thank you to those of you who responded to our informal poll. Here's today's Dr. Denise-ism. Do your own work. Or another variant of that that came through was, maybe that's part of your work. 
We've been talking today about work as your employment, but this part is about your personal work. We've all got it. We all have our stuff, and this is ongoing. Not all of our work is massive emotional healing work. Sometimes it's just a tweak in a relationship or recognizing that you need to take care of an area of wellness that wasn't even a concern a few years ago. Maybe that's part of your work. Where have you noticed that you need to care for yourself a little more lately? Is it physical wellness? Intellectual wellness? Emotional wellness? Maybe spiritual wellness? How can you add a little bit into your workday? Even better, how can you help change the culture of your workplace to reflect a value of wellness being part of the job? Do your own work. Whatever it is, decide that you are worth the investment. You are. It is my honor and privilege to host this podcast. I am deeply grateful to Lipscomb University and the Center for Play Therapy and Expressive Arts for funding this podcast and encouraging me every step of the way. It is a phenomenal place to learn and grow. For all six seasons, we've had a hardworking team that dedicated time and talent to making this podcast what it is while juggling many other responsibilities. Thank you, audio engineer Sheldon Clark, who immediately said, I want to help the first time I mentioned the idea of doing this. Thank you to songwriter Sarah Beth Goh, whose give back to her play therapy class turned into a give back to a worldwide play therapy community. And thank you to my graduate assistant and production assistant, Kara Allison, who anticipated things before I even asked and multiplied my time. And finally, thank you for listening to this podcast. I know you have many demands on your time, and it feels like a gift that you choose to spend your time with me. I am surprised and grateful with the growth of this show. If you want to keep up with me, visit my website at www.denisethomas.com and remember that Denise does not have an E at the end. You can also follow me on Instagram at Dr. Denise Thomas. And I do have a second podcast called Wellness with Dr. Denise, where you can find the hope and encouragement you hear on this one applied to caring for yourself. Endings always bring up mixed emotions for me, but I'm glad to have a farewell season. I'm your host, Dr. Denise Thomas. Now go play, create, and heal. Your life isn't broken Soon you're going to see That you